Kane. Logan Wilton went over the top to knock it out. We'll have to see where it came out. That's short. That is short of it. What a play by Wilson. And Sam Hubbard, who grew up a Bengals fan, won a state championship at Moeller High School. Championship at Ohio State. Makes the massive play to take it the other way and give the Bengals the lead. Can Tyler Huntley do it? Four-man rush, retreating, puts it up for grabs, and it is! Deflected in Trochet, almost had it! He couldn't bring it in, and the Bengals survive! Wow! Hey, that's AFC North football. That's playoff football. You combine them, and it's nasty, okay? But you guys found a way to get that done. Okay, really proud of you guys. You fed off the energy of that stadium. Our fans were awesome tonight. Okay, really proud of you guys. Now we're on to the next one. Okay, and Duff, as we all know, we're not going to play Buffalo. They got to play what? us. They got to play us, baby. They got to play us. All right, a game ball, big one. Okay, the entire defense stepped up, man, and carried us big time there, especially in the game. Rule, I want you to represent the defense here at the game ball. the biggest play, one of the biggest plays in franchise history, Logan Wilson knocking that ball out, and Sam Hubbard, 90 years old. I believe, I believe it's the longest fumble return for a touchdown in playoff history. I appreciate the way you guys stuck together. In a really tough game, we know we're going to have another one next week. On the road, I can't wait for it. All right, enjoy your night tonight. And as usual, we got tomorrow off. Okay, we'll see you guys back in here on Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, Knock out that, boys. Hey, I'm ready, guys. Listen up. That's playoff football. You got to stare adversity down the face and not flinch. I'm proud of you guys, all right? Who they? Who they? Who they say going to beat the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they say going to beat the Bengals? No. Welcome to the Queen City Strikes Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Summers. Shout out to my co-host, Mavi Madman. Tell him what's up, broski. What's up, Who Day? Victory Monday. Hell Starting yeah. Starting off Super Wild Card Weekend. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome, man. Episode 47, man. Heroes Wear Stripes. Woo! That's probably the sound. <laughs> sound of the night is woo! Like, literally, man. Well, other words would say it. Cardiac strike, cardiac cats strikes again, man. <laughs> Damn, bro. Got to get into it, yo. It got into it, man. Bengals win last night, man. 24-17. Wild, wild game. Like, it, just a wild game, y'all. Lots to get into, man. 
I don't really have much of a victory ramp. I will start off with just what was said on the aftermath of the game. Seen a lot of speculations of, you know, I think J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> I don't know why he said this out in the public. Said if they would have had Lamar Jackson in the game and won the game. Outside of that, bro, just to get into everything, the offense – just just my vision on the whole the whole game. Then we'll get into like the last like the last moments of the game. You know, the we'll start with the first half. The first half is moderate. <laughs> like if I had to if I had a scale at one to five for the offense, two, defense, three, and then for the second half, if I had to scale it, I probably had to keep it the same, two and three. The only thing that makes me frustrated about this whole entire game was the lack of execution from the offense. Also, on the defensive side, this the lack of execution to stop the run. Like the like the run was the run was just switch cheese defense. It was getting a lot of big plays off. Huntley even got a bigger a major one off that happened like later in the game. But bro, I'm just glad the Bengals sealed the deal. Got the the fumble recovery by by uh, almost said Hayden Hurst. By Sam Hubbard, man. The ball was stripped by Logan Wilson. Shouts out to shouts out to Sam Hubbard on that shit, bro. He was huffing and puffing on the way back. Had to get the oxygen tank. But yeah, man, it's like I, I'm glad we won this game. It was a sloppy win. I know we say a win is a win, but yo, this game was just way too damn close from it for anybody's comfort if you're a Bengals fan, because I ain't gonna lie to you. I I changed my score. I mean, yo, it's, it's crazy. My score is almost right that I said on here on the last show episode. I believe I said 26-20 with a missed field goal by us, which happened by Evan McPherson. It did happen. Very close, but I did change my score in the live stream. I was like, man, fuck that. I can see the big ones coming out lights, lights out, offense electric, but that didn't really happen. It, it was it was a lot of goose eggs, man. But what do you gotta say, man? What do you gotta say? Well, I mean, Zach Taylor summed it up best at his halftime interview. This is a typical AFC North style of game. It was just a dog fight from start to finish. Mm -hmm. You know, and for them wanting to complain, Lamar Jackson, you know, whatever the case may be, you've already been dealing with that for weeks now. You dealt with it last year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, and you still played a hell of a game. And the offense, I mean, Baltimore has such a strong defense. And then we, end up losing another starter on the offensive line down three. Mm-hmm. So now, like you said before, deja vu again. We've Definitely. been down this road before. Definitely. So, but Go ahead. The, you know, you, you don't win the game by prestige, you know, or for finesse, whatever you want to call it. No mm-hmm. matter how you get the win, you just got to get the win in the playoffs. That's all that matters, and we got it. So yep. on to the next round. Yep, off to the next round. We're going to get into later in the show with that opponent. But yeah, man, just a segue off your saying about the about the OL, man. We'll get right into it. This is the third, third player we lost this coming see this season, man. Jonah Williams. I didn't really see any updates, but he went down. He went down to what quarter that was he went down. I think but, it was early in the third. It, yeah, possibly. It probably been early in the third. Probably right after it either happened before the QB. No, it was right down. before halftime. I right before halftime? I think of it. Right before halftime. Because they yeah, they were sh- taken into the locker room right before halftime. Okay. And then Jack, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. And then Jackson Carmen came out starting in the second. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I didn't see no updates on Jonah Williams, man. I hope he's all right, man. It, it just sucks. That's the third, the third person. They have to figure out something going to the next game on the offensive line. 
But that's it's just bro. I, I just can't believe all that shit happened. I just, I just can't believe it happened, man. Jackson Carmen's performance. I'll say this. I won't give him too much like praise, but I will say this. I think I I well just looking at how he played on the on the right guard compared to the left tackle, he looked like a left tackle. Not well, he's the, back in his natural yeah, position with left tackle. Yeah, not the best left tackle, but yeah, like you're saying, like it, he's back at his original position where he's comfortable. He looked he looked okay. So I've had to grade it. He looked okay. He did get kind of like on his back a couple times, but he looked okay when he was out there. But we have to see going forward how this looks going against other teams. But man, anything to add on Jackson Carmen? Well, I mean, you know, we you gotta gotta jump to his defense here. He hasn't played all season, and he's kind of been getting you know minds you know screwed uh, on being able to start or not start, and everybody talking all the stuff that they're talking. Is he ever gonna get it? Right. And then now he finally gets put back, and you know, gets his chance to come back in in his mm-hmm. normal position against one of the top defensive lines in the league. I mean, that yeah. wasn't no easy task, and there. Were what was literally our biggest game of the season thus far. Technically. You know, I think he held his own fairly well be, given those circumstances. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I'm giving him that excuse right now. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree 1,000%. I agree 1,000%. <laughs> now, the question the question has been going on for the last, like, two weeks we've been seeing this with the, like, the – the poor performance with the offense. I don't like wh- like what the hell is going on. Like, I, there's probably one thing that I could point out, and you pointed out in the Shy Rewind that we both agree on. Piron was missing. Piron was missing. Yeah, we got you know explosive plays from mixing here and there, but it's almost like they kind of abandoned the run as it got later on to the game, including when it got later into the game when we got three opportunities. We're talking about in the Shy Rewind. He got three opportunities to seal the deal, ladies and gentlemen. There was we we had the punt. It was rough in the kicker. So we got a new set of downs along with the plus 15 yards. And they went on again and passed three straight times. No run. And the game was under seven minutes left. Yeah, they, they literally went on a six and out. out <laughs> yeah, thank you. They went on a oh, six and out. Thank you, man. Thank you. A six and out. It's just unheard of. Like, and we've been talking about this week after week. It's like if you do this with any other teams, the Chiefs. The team we're going to get into next week with the Buffalo Bills, you do that with any other team, oh, we're going to get smacked. It's like like close, like there ain't even nothing to think about. We're going to get like demolished doing that shit. But this, it got to be way better play calling, man. Like I feel like the play calling was trash, definitely trash, bro. With the, with the offensive play calling, it's like yeah, here and there, you know, we got a couple people open. It's like yeah, there's there's people out there that could say you know. The line wasn't holding well. Well, if the line isn't holding well, you got to make adjustments. So you got to make it go to from instead of look for the deep pass, look for your your five to seven yard pass. Just build it up, use the run game. But like I said, they they abandoned the run game going into late in the second quarter when they had the lead 24-17. You would think it would have been either run the ball, run the clock, like you were saying, or literally just just keep just keep moving the chains to run the clock. Just anything could possibly could have happened, it could have done. But they almost messed it up and almost gave up a game tying. I want to say game tying. If they would have, yo, if that number three would have got that tipped pass in the end zone, Ravens would have went for two off rip. It, it wouldn't have been no overtime. Probably. Yeah, like they, it would have been no overtime. They would have went for two, and then he, yeah, and it would have been curtains. We all, it would have been a different conversation today. But it wasn't. Bengals escaped out the win. But what do you got to say? What's going on with the offense, man? 
Well, I mean, I went back to the you know last episode with the keys to win was one of the things was to establish the run game. They had some yeah. good plays early on in the game, but then the run game vanished. Even when they attempted to run, they couldn't do anything. And then P. Ryan finally got in there, and he had a nice positive run, which mm-hmm. just like before got negated by a holding penalty. Right. So that's where they were hurting themselves again, and they just never really got the ground game going. Couldn't. And then when it came to passing, they were constantly pressuring Burrow like crazy. Mm-hmm. Constantly pressuring. They said, this is going to be the hardest defense they face from here on out unless they make it all the way. True. So and it was, before we'll I'd ever get into that, we got to get there first. Yeah. <laughs> I might say, yeah, first yeah, this, first. De- <clears throat> this defense that we're getting ready to face now with Buffalo compared to Baltimore's defense is a night and day difference. True. Very no true. disrespect to Buffalo's defense, but it's not as solid as Baltimore's. Yeah, Baltimore's, yeah. They got that gritty offense. But what I will say, is, since we're talking about Baltimore's defense real quick, yo, I recall – Y'all know the name, Vontez Burfick. I recall he was doing the same shit that Marcus Peters was doing, got his ass out the game. I was shocked the referees weren't weren't on that. Well, again, uh, last week uh, I was complaining about all the cheap shots that the Ravens were doing. Uh, there were plenty of them going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you I was listening to their radio stations to get their vibe as the week went on, and they were actually mm-hmm. fun of us over complaining about those calls and claimed they never saw anything that the Ravens were doing that was dirty. They right. were just being crybabies about it. Right. And early on in the game, you've seen prime example, and I'm just so glad it was caught on 4K, as you like to refer <laughs> to it, because now what's your excuse? This is exactly what we said was happening. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he wasn't, since he was de- he deliberately threw a punch, I don't know how he wasn't disqualified. That's what I'm saying. Um, to go back to comparing teams, um, my comment a few weeks ago about the Pittsburgh Steelers um, where play, a player did get ejected and the mm-hmm. NFL decided, we're not going to fine you or anything. You better find this, dude. If you could find Mixon for a coin toss yep. during the game as it's happening, <laughs> as a clown commissioner, yes. you better fucking find Peters for what he did. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> or if not, there needs to be a major discussion over the clown that's in charge of the NFL. Yeah. Because there's some bullshit that's going on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I- I've been calling for that for the last couple of years that they need to be a new voice in the as a commissioner. Cause like he been fumbling <laughs> nonstop. Even when you got how time. Can you, how can you come up with the fine and establish the fine during the game yep. over a coin toss? We're now over 12 hours past the game, I yes. haven't heard nothing yet. Nothing. I haven't heard nothing yet this morning about last night. <laughs> Punishment-wise, anything. Ever anything. But, yeah, man, it, something has to be done, bro. And there was some other shit going on. I think Mixon got his uh, either Mixon or top. It was somebody got their, their uh, ankle twisted on the bottom of a pile that was, was even called as well. And this was like clear as day. But I don't know, man. It's like we're all about the safety of the players, man. The referees gotta they gotta take control of the game. They're on the field seeing this shit. They gotta control the game. But this is my they didn't even controlling the game because there's a lot of shit going on with the referees as well. I don't know if you want to go in your full blown rant right now with it, or we could wait till later I in the mean, show. I, I went I was yelling and screaming the whole time with the TV yesterday. Yeah. That's why my voice is messed up today. For for whatever reason, when it came to the Ravens, they kept their flag in their fucking pocket. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, and any time the Bengals did something, they were quick to throw the flag. I mean, Thanks. you know, it's funny because they were talking about prior to the game how um, this officiating crew has a tendency to favor the home team by calling more penalties, usually on the visiting team. I would have thought the Ravens were the home team at that rate, yeah, the way say. they were going. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, go back to fucking Foot Locker. Because, <laughs> I mean, there were so many things the Ravens were doing, and they would not throw that flag out. And then the the Bengals do something slight. They finally would throw the flag. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. They miss a big one with the, the horse collar tackle on Joe Glad Burrow. Brought that. That up. I was screaming and yelling in that, too. But apparently, uh, the announcers, I guess, even said it yesterday, but I was in the middle of yelling and complaining. Uh, when a quarterback is in the pocket, okay, it is horse collar tackle. They are allowed to bring them down in that manner, which is shocking considering all you worry about is quarterback safety, this, that, and the other. But right. you can horse collar tackle a quarterback as long as they're inside the pocket. So if he was out of the pocket scrambling, then it would have been called. What? That's why there was no flag. Man, if that was Tom Brady, bro, it, I, I think a flag would have been thrown from the parking lot onto the field, bro. Like, that's all right. That's nuts, bro. That, that that's that's nutty, it's man. Call it, it, yeah, it's a rule that for, to me it makes absolutely zero fucking sense. It, it doesn't, but you like they say, rules is rules. But I don't. We don't have to agree with it. That's one thing we do not have to agree with. They got in place, but I don't know. The referees got to get more. They, they got to get more involved, but it don't seem like they're trying to get more involved. Like they're trying to control the game to favor it one way. Don't don't know, but that's just what remember, it looks like. I said that was one of the things. Don't get in a situation where the rest dictate what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's all that seemed to keep going yesterday. Yeah, it was close. And that shit was close for it to happen because when you got that going on with the referees and then our offense not really playing that well, and then the defense giving up, you know, I'll say here and there, big plays. But it's just like, yeah, bro. <laughs> You can't let opponents be that close in this type of environment, man. You can't. Definitely can't. Anything else to add for again to the offense, defense, special teams, and play calling? Let's go, man. Let's go. Offense, defense, special teams, man. Who's going first? You want me to go first? You can go first. All right. I'll just start from I'll start from backwards going to the front. No weird way. Here we go. Play calling. Play calling. Play calling. All right, man. Play calling for the defense. I'll give it a C minus play calling for the offense. I'm giving it a, a D, a D. So C minus and D for that, man. Coaching as a whole. That is sum that up. It would just balance out just based as a C minus. It would balance out as a whole C minus special teams. D like uh, D bro. McPearson missing that shit. That extra point. I, I, we still don't know what's going on with that, bro. But that's the only thing I really call was just that. I mean, the roughing the kicker shit, that really ain't on our kicker like that. That's just Bailey. That's on the Ravens defense doing that goofy shit. But McPearson doing that shit, bro, we've been seeing that like the whole season. It's it's getting scary, bro, because that's that's what I'm saying. It's like it's almost to the point the offense going to have to get they're going to have to get like major points. And it's, if this dude not on like on par, it's almost like you almost got to just go for two until he gets comfortable. I don't know. Uh, defense, defense, the first half, defense, the first half, like I said, I gave him like a three, if I had a scale of one to five, that's at the beginning of the show, but as a first half defense, 
Peyton first half, like I said, they were giving up a lot, a lot on that run defense, a lot on the run defense. So I give them a C minus. But the second half, yeah, they gave up some plays, but when it mattered, they made the big play with the Sam Hubbard uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown. Also, there was a user pick by, I think, like Davis Gather in the, in the first quarter, right after the field goal that we got. So if I had overall, overall, I'll give the defense, I'll give the defense a C plus. I'll give it a C plus. Offense, offense. Um, got the touchdown, Jamar Chase. Burrow scrambled up the middle. The QB sneak got the touchdown. But after that, it was just goose egg on goose egg on goose egg. And then we just told y'all we had to lead 24-17. They got the ball three to four different times, including a six-down drive that Maverick basically just told y'all we went on the six and out and didn't, didn't even, like, break a seal. In like It's just like they Ravens still had the chance, the opportunity to tie or win the game. Chill. They got to get the, – yeah, the offense, I'm, I'm going to flat it because – I get it. We lost Jonah Williams. We lost Collins. We lost. We lost. Uh, what was it? Was it Capo? It had to have been Capo, correct? Or Carreras? Carreras. Was because we lost. We lost. It was Carreras, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who it is, bro. Regardless, we lost three people, y'all. We lost three offensive linemen. Like I said, I get it. We lost. We lost offensive linemen, but it's like I told y'all, it's like you have to figure out. When you still got you so healthy at the other positions, you got to figure out a way. And plus, you got number nine at that center. He's smarter than what you think. Like I said, it's almost like, yeah, man. Fuck it. Let me just go ahead and get to the grade. Like they're going to just get, <laughs> they're going to get a D, bro. They got to get a D for me on this one, bro. It's like we respect better, man. They abandoned the run. It's like it's, there's so much shit they could have did to seal the deal better than what we saw. But yeah, I'm giving the D. Go ahead, bro. Okay, I was harsh last week, given the circumstances, and not much is going to change really for this week. Um, special teams and offense, I, you might be shocked by this. I'm giving them an A. Go ahead, bro. And the reason I'm giving an A is for ass because <laughs> that's all that was. Uh, offensively, you already said it. They could not get the run game going. Um, I know Williams got hurt. Uh, that hurt the line some, but also Williams was getting owned quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're able to do just enough to get what points were needed. But, you know, when it came down to getting, you know, moving the chains in the second half and all that, you know, you couldn't do it. And you had six opportunities mm-hmm. with a gift basket of a penalty on a punt. Yeah. And you still went right back to three and out. I mean, yeah. in that type of game, that, that they gave you the reason to close the game out at that. Thank point. you. The way the second or the first half ended, uh, well, at least most of the second quarter, I think for what maybe nine, eight, nine minutes. I think mm-hmm. it took the Ravens on their one drive. Yeah, and you couldn't get one first down on six attempts. Nope. So, th- yeah, that that's just where I'm at with that coaching. Um, and that I'm actually going to give probably a B on that. Okay. Uh, and the reason I'm going to go that high, they didn't do do no bullshit challenges, um, that they knew they were going to lose. I think they did really well with time management, uh, really well with the timeouts. When it came down to the very end, we still had all, all of our timeouts, 
Um, we did you, not hold have, on. You think they did great on time management going later at, in eight minutes and down angles at the end? Yeah, go when ahead. it came to not using the timeouts and things of that nature. Okay, go ahead. Go um, ahead. so but they, I think they did have to use a timeout in the first half, uh, to save a delay they, a game. Yeah, they, they did they in the second half. Yeah, though. yeah, like I said, the second half, I think they did really well with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, play calling it. You know, there's only so much you can do when you're playing a team for the third time. I mean, playing that many times, you, and how many different plays can you really kind of come up with or different ways to scheme th- different things? Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, I was hard on them last week. Um, Which is fine. I, I am going to actually give them an A- minus for this week. Okay. And, yes, they did get gashed on big runs. They did not stop the run as well. But again, when the other team is able to do that long of a drive and keep mm-hmm. you on the, uh, you know, which it was, yeah, it was unfortunate. But if I remember correctly, did that? No, that drive did end in a touchdown. Which one? But the second one when they had that long drive. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, but you know that you had that long drive, and then of course, again, the offense wasn't really helping you out at all in the second half by constantly going three and out, and you're mm-hmm. keeping them there. Mm-hmm. And again. I think over half of our team points came off of turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, last week we scored a touchdown off a defensive touchdown. Yep. Can't ignore you that. Know, a defensive turnover. And what sealed the game was another defensive turnover touchdown mm-hmm. at the most opportune time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take that away from the defense. And for mm-hmm. how much they were on the field and versus what the offense was doing, you know, I'm giving the defense all the props in the world. The defense won this game. Hell yeah. <laughs> they did hands down. It's like back to back weeks here. Like, yeah, defense showed up, man, which we expect, which we should expect from the defense. It's just, I wish we had the same exact energy coming from the offense as well, like we're, like we were talking about. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anything else to add, man, if we get going forward? That's it for my grades and that. I will say this, though. One play from the defense that I did love that, that the game could have shifted a whole new different way. We've been playing from behind was the the fumble that by Hayden Hurst, Baltimore got all the way down to the goal line and only on they only gave up three points. That that was major. That was a major stop, y'all. That you don't understand how major that stop was because <coughs> if they would have scored on that, it and then let's say the fumble recovery thing never happened. They got that. Oh yeah, bro. We'd have been stuck. We'd have, we'd have been stuck, bro. So yeah. Yeah, that was oh, shots yeah, out especially to when if I think it was Trent Irwin <clears throat> uh, when he fumbled on the kickoff return or the punt return. Oh, I think it was Irwin. I might have said only person I remember that way, fumble it was, was way hers. later in the game. It was but, uh, he ran towards the sideline, but the fumble went out of bounds. Luckily. Okay, it might have. It might have. Okay, yeah, it might have been Trent Taylor or yeah, somebody. Yeah, I remember now. I remember now. I was probably all talking into the chat and all that shit when that happened. But yeah, I do remember. It. I remember. I do remember that on the perm return, some some fumble did happen, but it rolled out of bounds slowly. Rolled out of bounds. I do remember that. But here we go, y'all, man. Players of the game for me, of course, Sam Hubbard. On the alternate side, Logan Wilson. He was hustling, bro. Hustling. He made it like a lot of key stops. You know, even got uh, Huntley on that nice uh, scramble that he got. So yeah, man. I give. I got Sam Hubbard. And Logan Wilson on the offensive side. I, man, I can't even count nobody on the offensive side, man. It's just, I mean, everybody played. I mean, everybody did their part. You know, we really get see much from Tyler Boyd. I mean, we saw Higgins here and there. 
we I mean, of course we saw Chase. Chase is doing his thing. So it's like, you know, Chase, Chase and Burrow's doing their thing. It's just it just gotta be better as a whole, man. As a unit, just gotta be better, man. I'm I'm gonna hold the, the offense out on this one. I'm just gonna leave it for the defense. I'm gonna give it to Sam Hubbard and uh, Logan Wilson. What you got? I can agree with that. Um but I'm offensively, I'll still give it to uh Chase. Chase. because uh, he was the top performer offensively. Yeah, he was. Uh then yeah, other than Hubbard, I mean, yeah, Wilson. Uh, he caused the the one fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he caused yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, uh, yeah, I couldn't. There's, I <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say that. I, there's really nowhere else to go. There's, there's nowhere else. It was like the game was so like it was just it was it was like there was it was just moments. It was just roller coaster moments. So it was just like it's just hard to pinpoint. But yeah, man. So you got to give it to the defensive players of the game. And obviously going to the play of the game, obviously it's going to be what everybody's seeing this morning. If you haven't, uh, we're just talking about it just now. Baltimore's on the goal line. Huntley tries to dive over, has the ball loose as hell. Logan Wilson strips it out, lands right in, <laughs> lands right in Hubbard's hands, takes off running, man, the other way, man. So, yeah, that's definitely got to be the play of the game. Any alternate plays of the game? Damn. No, if it, I put if, Gaither's interception. Yeah, I might have said Gaither's interception. That was a mo- momentum and then shifter. And Logan Wilson strip. That one. Also, uh, there was a big sack. Yeah, there was a big sack that happened later in the game. So I forget who was on that. I don't know it was Mike. Yeah, I think it was Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton, yeah, because he had, it was on the Shite Rewind. He's like, oh, too little, too little. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. But yeah, overall, definitely Sam Harry gets to play of the game. Anything else to add when we get into the Bills? Let's go, man. Up next. Up next, ladies and gentlemen. Divisional game at the Bills. Coming at 13 to 3. It'd be Sunday, January 22nd at 3 p.m. Quick question, though. Since we went through this whole fiasco after the first meeting, so is this game officially at Buffalo or is it going to be placed? Oh, man, I don't like that. No, All right. this, was, this was also part of the argument, you know, that everything – you, like you said, we got punished for doing the right thing. Yeah, man. So Buffalo is in the same situation as us. Mm-hmm. So we never got to play that game, which was here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. But we're going to make sure we play this playoff game in Buffalo. Yeah, man. I, I don't agree with it. I wish it was at a neutral site. But I this mean, this is where it is. Either at a neutral site or this is where your legit coin toss comes into fucking play. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that decision should be made between the Bengals and the Bills. Which it should, yeah, I agree. It should, it should, it definitely should. But I'm just shocked, like they're not like. I mean, we you said it last week. You brought up Katie Blackburn, and I'm I'm sure she's being real vocal about trying to, you know, get something to happen so it's like a balanced situation going into the postseason. But it it just shocks me. Even like the union not saying it just it it just shocks me that they don't want to let it play out this way. But I mean, it is what it is. This is what we're gonna have to do. Maverick just said it best. Been through this road before. I've said it. It's, been, it's like a deja vu season. So it's just like we, we've been here before. I feel like we play well on in uh, away games. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like we play real well. I think we we see the the best of both sides of the offense and defense. And somebody's going to show up. Maybe bo- even both sides show up. So what has to happen for us to win this game, man? I mean, just real quick, just to put this whole home game thing. Go ahead, bro. In there, I just had to put this out Take there. Your time. I, obviously, what happened with Hamlin was a you know horrible thing and whatnot. Mm. But we see what happened to the Bengals as a result of this. And in 
turn, same thing really if you look with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they still got the number one seed. They still got a bye week. Mm-hmm. Technically, well, actually, no, because no matter what. Let's just say if the Bills do win and advance, either way, even if they don't have to really, mm-hmm. but they still get rewarded with two home games in this playoff. Yeah. Kansas City's not guaranteed two home games in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if Buffalo does win, then it's going to be at a neutral site if KC wins. But if the Bengals win and KC wins, it's going to then it's going to be at Arrowhead. As, so yeah. Buffalo got really rewarded through this whole. I just Technically, this. yeah, you putting it that way, yeah, like they they got the better end. Of- and if Miami can pull the upset, then they had the whole playoffs at home. Oh yeah. <laughs> that game was wild. Just saying that's just putting that scenario out there, just mm-hmm. because you know mm-hmm. here's how everything plays out. Hell yeah! But in turn, if we we pull off the upset over Buffalo, mm-hmm. and then Miami pulls the upset over KC, the AFC Championship game will be here in Cincinnati. And okay. Oh, I said Miami again. Didn't yeah, I might say in. Jack Jacksonville. It's still Florida. I got you. Jacksonville. I don't know why I keep saying Miami. Because I was about to, you Florida got them talking. I was like, I was like, all right, let's knock Miami out. The situation like is Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. You're good, man. You're good because I was, I knew what you're, I knew you were getting. It's that. the I cold knew. weather outside. I'm ready for warm weather. That's what it's, it is. That's why it, I keep saying Miami. Yeah, that or it's just I'm just winter. It's just the hangover off the game yesterday. It's, it's like. It's like, yeah, y'all, we are happy we won the game. It was just the fashion we did it. It was just like, it, it, there's questions that, that need to be answered immediately. Especially going into this game we're going to get into. So it's just like, I feel like for them to win this game, they're going to have to start it the way they started the when it was here on Monday night or Sunday night, wherever it was. I'll say it was Monday night. They're going to have to come out electric. They're going to have to come out electric, set the tone. Offense got to be awake. De- don't abandon the run game if it's there. Use it. Take the yards that's given to you. They definitely have to like watch out for digs. Whoever's guarding, whether it's Apple or Britt, they're gonna be at work. <laughs> they're gonna be. Well, at that's work. the reason I keep saying Miami because we're talking about Buffalo. Yeah, that that's why it's popping in my head. Look what Miami was able to do against that defense with a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. and they were projected to get steamrolled. Yep, the way were- that the uh, Seahawks did. Yep. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought Miami was gonna get torched too. It off. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Everyone expected them to lose by a lot, mm-hmm. and they was, almost pulled it off. They almost did. You almost gotta have the same game plan, man. You just gotta contain them. Keep Josh Allen on the sidelines. I think this is where, like you're talking about earlier, I think clock management will come into play massively in this game. You're gonna be surprised by my score when we get into that, but it's just like it's it's gonna be wild. But um. But, yeah, what do you think they got to do to win this game? Well, everything that I said like, Pretty much. You know, with, for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, uh, you said it. You got to start early, just like you did against the last time against Buffalo. Get the run game going. When mm-hmm. you need to move the chains, move the damn chains. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Chrisman out there at all. Whole game. Nope. We should, I don't we want him to have to punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep the change. Mac needs to become money, <laughs> money Mac again. You know, we, uh, we're going to need him at some point in this yeah. in this ride. This y'all, this tour that we on right now, his ass is going to have to wake up at some point because the game might come down to him at some point. Whether it's this upcoming game, 
the damn the next game we get to that or even the prom when we get to that in, in Glendale, Arizona. So it's just like he's going to have to get his ass in the gear immediately going into the defense. The defense just can't let up. Yeah, they just can't let up big plays, man. I'm not really too big on um, the Bills rushing offense. They don't, don't think they can have a, like a rushing. It's not as massive of, of other teams. But again, for some reason, when we play teams, it's like it's Swiss cheese <laughs> somehow. It's Allen's scrambling ability. Yeah. That yeah. is more dangerous than the running back's ability as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you. It's pretty much going to be like just picture if, if Lamar was playing, it'd be on that type of level. I'm not comparing Lamar and Josh Allen. We already know who's who's who. It's two different styles. But again, just with, like you're saying, Josh Allen's legs, he's pretty quick. He's going to some shit you got to watch out for in, in the game, definitely, because they will use that to move the chains. And everything's on the line in this game, so you're going to see everything happen. You're going to see everything happen. And Apple's going to need help. Yeah, he is. If Whether he's guarding Glenn or whether he's got digs, I know they're going to switch off. Like, oh, yeah. please, y'all, please expect that. They're going to find out who's the weaker one out of the two. And it might even be both. Like, it depends on what Apple we get this day, what Brit we get this day. So it's just like, it's going to be whatever we get. So it's that just like, so. effect is, is mm -hmm. now. Okay, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we're going to see what. We got to play a full game. Mm -hmm. None of this one half one way, the other half the other. Nope. No boneheaded penalties. Uh, Dax Hill gave them 10 free yards on yeah. back to back plays. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were both five yard penalties, but it was 10 free yards. Exactly. You, you, can't, you can't be doing that. Exactly. So, yeah, man, we want to have to see how this shit turns out. Um, I definitely hope they insert um, Hayden Hurst more into the office. I want to see him being used more. I feel like in this this past game that we we're just talking about with the Ravens of last night, looking at some of the film, he was open along some plays. Like the plays that I was talking about were like, okay, if the running game's not working, look for like the short pass play. There's a couple times like he was sitting there center. He's a stocky dude. It's like just throw it to him, man. He's He's right there. But, you know. Timing is everything. So, you know, we, I know we're, we're couch coaches, so it's all good. <laughs> we're, all, we're, we're all watching the game, you know, in multiple different ways. How you want to look at it? But I just hope in this game, I hope the Titans being used more. Or if even, you know, I hope they even, um, which we've seen in the past, using uh, Piron as a blocker, an extra blocker. And this comes out of your playbook. This is what you used to mention, you know, using Piron. So I hope they use that as well because it's like – he he's a guy you have to use in the offense, man. It's like you you see the difference. It's like it's no knock to Mixon. It's no knock to Mixon. Mixon gonna do what Mixon does. He's gonna do what he does. But when it comes to since we lost Jonah Hill and we're still we're gonna test out this new thing with Jackson Carmen on the left side and everything else is pretty much brand new right now as a, as a start right now going to the postseason. It might not hurt entering extra blocker, putting Piron back there, you know, just maybe either on second, second along, maybe, or even third along, try to enter him in there. Right. Go, One go thing I, I want to say, I don't know if you've noticed this. Um, obviously, we run shotgun a lot, but whenever mm -hmm. uh, Burrow actually takes a snap under center, pay attention to how far back he drops back. I think oh, yeah. a lot of these pressures from the outside is he's dropping back too far. He draws back like 12 yards. Yeah. 12 to 15. And, you know, and you're just giving <laughs> easier routes for the, you know, the defensive ends to get around your tackles. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you on that. The further you drop back, you give them that that extra angle because they can't see. So they're they're like they're thinking you're like 
you're in more the in the pocket and you yeah. went further back out of the pocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're guarding right when they go left because yeah. you went further back, you know. I'm with you on that. And that could be that could be a confidence thing just due to the line, me not comfortable. Right. You know, this you know, a lot of things can come into play with that. I'm glad you mentioned that. So yes, yeah, a lot of things that come into play, but with him, I'm I'm not gonna say what he needs to do, but he's gonna have to adjust, make some adjustments to that and make his reads quicker. Maybe even like I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure the first option to look at is probably Chase. I don't know what his read count is. Like I don't know what, what comes first and what comes last. But he will probably have to make adjustments like going into well, a lot of that too, probably stepping that far back as for how many passes he's at batted at the line. That too. That too. That too. They didn't run a lot of play had, action. I just had to mention that. Oh yeah, you're good. And also people they didn't run a whole lot of play action either like that. I thought they should insert some play action in, in the in the uh in the play column as well. That might help out. Score prediction for this game. Uh man. I got two of them. I'll go first. I got two of them. If we want if we're going heads up. These dudes going for toe to toe to toe to toe. I got 33 30 Bengals. That's my first one. If we're going some clock management style, we're playing literally just moving chains and all that shit, keeping Burrow or keeping Josh Allen on the side of the field. I could see the game being, I could see it being 28 24 Bengals. Yeah, go ahead, bro. It's crazy because we're literally right there on the score. Yeah, it's, uh, close. it's funny because we're one point different from your first score. I was actually, which is weird. It's a weird score, but I was going to say 33-31. Okay. Okay. So, basically, you got the Bengals sitting at 30 with a with a kick, with a field goal? The 33-31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly, if it plays out that way, obviously. But, yeah, okay, okay. You got two scores or just one? That's the one? I'm saying the one. Okay. I mean, it, but the – this game can really go either way. I mean, if I had to go, just all of a sudden the defense came into play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially the way our offense is playing, you really don't know what to truly expect. Um, maybe 27, 21. Yeah. 7, yeah. 24. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, 27, 24. Yeah, I can see, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely it's going to be that. a one possession either way it goes. Facts. It's going to come down to that last possession. You just hope nobody turns the ball over, man. That that's going to come into play too. If people haven't paid attention, man, the turnovers in the postseason is costly, and if you don't correct it immediately later on to the game, you're in trouble. You definitely in trouble. You need your back against the wall. But yeah, man. Never assume you're safe. Hold on tight to that ball. Hell no. Hell no. <clears throat> that goes from everyone, man. Anything else to add? Want to get into the results for the weekend? Nope. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go, man. It's nice Monday, man. Here we go. Here's your results tonight. Tonight, Monday night, we got the Cowboys and Buccaneers, man, for the NFC wild card. I got I got the Buccaneers winning, man. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, playoff Tom Brady is is different, bro. I got I got the Buccaneers winning that. This past Saturday on the 14th, the 49ers, the 49ers beat the Seahawks 41-23. That was a great game, man. It, it was a great game at the start. First half. And, yeah, got out of hand in the second half, man. 49ers got, got awake. And that's how – see, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you have a sluggish first half, you – like, the offense has to be electric. And if you saw in these games, the offense woke up on these on these teams that we're talking about. So, yeah, the 49ers won 40, 41-23. The Jaguars 
the Jaguars, everybody. Yo, Jaguars came back and won 31 to 30 against the Chargers, man. Beautiful game. Beautiful game. I, I could not believe it, bro. Their Jaguars is losing 27 to 0. Came back, man. Came back in the second half. Got the win. I, I still can't believe that game. Shouts out to the Jaguars on that. insane one to watch. It was, man. That game is that's gonna be interesting, man. It's um just real quick, because they're gonna be wind up playing the Chiefs, what we're basically kind of talking about. We kind of you kind of put Miami into it, but I got what you're saying. It's all good. I got I got what you're saying. It's a Florida team, it's all good. Yo, it's like, yeah, the Jacksonville defense isn't like all that, but the Jack's offense though. As long as they they do everything right, as long as nothing goofy happens, they they might have a chance, man, to make up. They might they might have a chance. They might. Keyword is might, y'all. It depends on who you get coming into that game, man. Like I said before, I, I keep telling you, they remind me so much of us last mm -hmm. year. They're right so. there. <laughs> they're they're definitely right there, man. They're getting close. Um, also, we just told y'all about man the Bengals win twenty four seventeen. Uh, Dolphins, Dolphins, what we were just talking about earlier in the show. Dolphins lose to the Bills 34-31. That was a great game. And the game nobody's talking about, what we were talking about last night. Yo, the Giants beat the Vikings 31-24. And I, I'm just shocked. Like, I haven't seen, I've been this morning. I haven't really seen nobody talking about it, bro. I guess, I guess it was expected. I, I wasn't expecting it, but it, I guess it was expected. But it's all I good. I was expecting. I mean, the you way was? Minnesota won this year, mm -hmm. they were really lucky to have the record they won. I think their point differential is the lowest. Well, I, I know it's the lowest by any team that's won 13 games in a regular season. Mm -hmm. I think it was at minus three, I think, if I remember correctly. Damn. They had a negative point differential for a team that won 13 games. Mm -hmm. Dang, bro. All right. <laughs> that's crazy as shit that's crazy as shit man but yeah y'all that's your uh, wild card weekend then going forward obviously going to the new schedule Saturday on the 21st Jaguars playing the Chiefs Eagles playing the Giants that Sunday Bengals play the Bills and it's going to be to be announced who the 49ers be going against whether it's the Cowboys or the Buccaneers so yeah stay tuned and stay tuned um, I already... say, man, there are plenty of divisional matchups in this playoff, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of some good games. Some good games. We pay attention to y'all. Some good games, man. Definitely, the Super Bowl is in the air. It, it's all up for grabs. Um, we already got into the the NFL the NFL officials rant. We already talked about them goofies. They just gotta get that shit under control. Even the other games, they gotta get shit under control. But it's all good. Shouts out to new subscribers. Uh, we're sitting at 165, man. Gotta give a pause to y'all, man. Keep tuning in. Keep tuning in. Make sure you like this episode, man. Please share with a friend. Um, also, we'll be live streaming. Live streaming Sunday for the game, January 22nd. I'll be going live around 1.30 p.m. Power hour starts at 2 p.m. and the game's at 3. So, yeah, don't be late. Please share it a friend and tell a friend. Anything else Matt, to add, Matt, before we get out of here, bro? Nope. Uh, the girls are ready to do their uh, routine. Yeah, I'm to say. I'm to say. Yeah, They're we... ready. They're chomping at the bit. I'm superstitious, so yeah, you got you to gotta bring them down, bro. Come on in. <laughs> we did this last year. We got to make it to the prom. Yeah, we got to make it That's to the prom. That's why the hat's back on and everything else. Yes, sir. All right. All right, you guys, man. We're going to give y'all a hootay. Hootay.
Fuck is who day, man. Say who day, man. Say it one more time. Who day? <laughs> you got them on mute. They voices on oh. mute. Oh, no. You can't hear them? Nah. <laughs> here, we'll try it again. Let me get in there. All right. Ready, girls? Whoa. Uh -oh. Get back up in here. Say it. There we go. <laughs> there we go, man. Sorry, everybody, man. But yeah, stay tuned. Like I said, please like the channel. Please like the episode. Share with a friend. Like I said, tune in next Sunday, starting at uh, 1.30 p.m. Other than that, we love y'all. We out, baby. Salute. Ready for buffalo wings.